haven't talked to Swift like this in a long time. That's right. And I really ain't seen him. You look good, man. You're watching. You're watching. Good Good company. company. Great. Can y'all see me? I'm out too dark. I can see. I can see you. I can't see Scott anymore. Hey, yeah, you can't see me. Uh, yeah, I, it's alternating between you and Swift. I don't see both of you at the same time. All right. Well, we're gonna have to reset the shot up because I got it set. For this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey guys, this is awesome that you're here, man. This is the first interview I've done on Zoom, so it's really nice to do interviews again. I've been jamming and doing songs with people. And I want to do some songs with you guys. But first of all, let me introduce you. I have Swift from Hope's Anchor. Hello, how are you? Good, bro. It's good to see you again. Very good to see you. And then also I have Jay Nelson. Big Jay. Big Jay from Poetry. What's going on, guys? What's up, Swift? How you doing, babe? Love you, man. Good to see you. I love you too, brother. It's good to see you too. Wish it was under better circumstances. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, uh, today we're just going to talk about Little Richard, and I've had both of you guys on the show, and both of you at different times have both said that you toured with Little Richard, and right. that's amazing. So can you guys, first of all, just talk about how you met Little Richard? Um, should I go first or what? Sure, you go take off, okay. man. All right, so originally we uh, caught the bus from Knoxville, Tennessee, Back then, you catch a Greyhound, and <laughs> I was supposed to be going to band camp that summer. Remember that, Jay? You played hooky. Yeah, and my mom dropped us off at the bus station was like, now why am I dropping you off at the Greyhound? And uh, <laughs> I finally told her and begged her not to tell my grandmother, but we ended up going to Hollywood uh, and walking down the street. After we prayed, we got saved, got on the bus, went to Hollywood, we pray. In fact, Jay suggested it because we were so overwhelmed by yeah. everything in Hollywood. I think we saw Arnold Schwarzenegger or somebody driving down in the convertible. Yeah, we were walking Curry. through Beverly Hills on the first day. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> that's right. We went, we went to, to our left on the first day from the hotel that we had uh, booked just to be safe. So we had it booked in uh, Hollywood, in West Hollywood. And we walked the first day, and we saw mansion after mansion after limousines and Ferraris. It was crazy, right? And we went back home, and and we were like, guys, how are we going to get any of that stuff? Went back to our hotel room. Yeah, we went to our hotel. I call it home because I'm used to the road now, so home home is the hotel. But uh, we prayed. What was this? I I didn't mean to interrupt you guys, but what time frame? 1987. Not 87? Yeah. 88. 88. It was the summer of 88. That's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, okay. And, Keep going. And so, and so we, we, uh, we prayed and I said, we're going to have to pray, man. Only God can do this, what we need right now. And we prayed and we kind of lounged the rest of the day. And the next day we got up and went to our right and two blocks no, later. No, no, we walked, no, we walked outside of the hotel room and crossed the street after we prayed. And we went and walked down the street. It happened so quick. It was laser fast. We walked down the street, and Little Richard said hello down there. Remember yeah, but it was, it was. It was. I'm pretty sure it was two. It was our second day. It wasn't two days later. It was the second morning. 
second morning. Scott didn't go with us, remember? The first day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're old. <laughs> this, is, this is eons ago. But the best, the best thing about it is when we did finally go out the next day and went to the right, like you said, we crossed the street from where we were and went to the right. And two blocks later, uh, we were waiting at a stoplight and we heard that famous, hello down there. Mm -hmm. It was the architect of rock and roll, uh, basically speaking to us. He said, because Swift reminded him a, of himself. I had a pompadour kind of, <laughs> right. uh, I had this pompadour kind of style. Yeah, you looked like him a little, and the mustache. And yeah, and I had yeah. the pencil mustache. But at that time, I, I was really mimicking Prince in a sense. I wasn't. Right. But look, right. you know, Prince. Who was he mimicking? Little Rich. He was mimicking yeah. a little Rich. Right? That's right. That's I found right. that out later when we I met him at the forum. But still, it was it was so magical because he said, you know, we asked him, could we have an autograph? And he was like, sure. And then we wait out and we decided as soon as he opened the door, we're going to start singing and dancing for him. And we did that. He told us to come on in. Fast forward just a little bit. Wait a minute, hold on. That's a good point. This is very important. Before he opened the door up, we said, remember what we're here for. Forget the autograph. That's we got true. an audition for this guy. That's true. So when he, and when he opened that door, we went into a dance and singing routine, one that we had written just for oh, that you situation. Are uh, you ready? Right. Oh, that's the <laughs> and song? he laughed and told us to come on in. And he asked us our name. And this is very memorable for me. Because I said, my name is James, is what I told him. And uh -huh. he said, Big J. Yep. And my God. My God. They're on this been Big J. Oh, that's great. The and then what's done for me. What's wild is that he he called you guys out. I mean, you're just walking down the street, and he's like, "Hello, down there." Yeah, he spoke to. Well, us. he said he said he stopped us because God told him to. And God then years him. later, Isn't we realized that he never goes go out, out on the balcony. He, he never, never goes out because he's scared of earthquakes. So, so you guys so, prayed, and then he said hello down there because he heard of God of talking to God, him. God, he said God spoke to him to God just go outside and look. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a blessing. So what happened from there? I mean, you guys auditioned for him and obviously he liked what he heard. We auditioned on the spot. We didn't we didn't ask him. We just did it impromptu because oh, okay, that yeah. we came a long ways and he was the first star. He was the first anybody we met. And you know, we hadn't met anybody but the taxi driver that dropped us off and the that's lady right. that checked us in. So he gave us his know. limo the next day and, and said, I want y'all to see Los Angeles right. And uh we we were like, What? And we couldn't believe it, so we showed up, and he gave us the limo, and the guy took us all over Los Angeles, all the way to Venice Beach, Santa Barbara. I mean, we were everywhere, Beverly Hills. up in Hollywood, Beverly Hills. We and got then, back at night, didn't we? Yeah, and then the third day, he actually took us with him to the bank, and he pointed out those same houses we had walked by, and was like, uh, Dion Warwick lives there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Prince lives there. Right. That's where Magic Johnson lives. Yeah. That's Michael that was... Jackson's place. Was, <laughs> and we had saw those homes. It was mind-boggling. Yeah, it this really is was, crazy. Like, what, the, what this... a great human being. People, uh, we've lost a real treasure, international treasure, and it's way more than the music. There are countless other people that he's touched their lives. He's had and a lot of college. Bands. I mean, uh, man, countless people going to colleges. And I mean, he would tell us things that he time. don't he don't even want credit for. I mean, for God's sake, he buried my mother. You know what oh, I mean? Wow, really? just, 
Hold up, son. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's been tough. It's been tough, Jay. You know, we, uh, and we're coming up close to the funeral and we, I mean, doing these interviews uh, have been difficult. And this is probably the first live one off. So, when, you know. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Is this, uh, is the funeral going to be in Macon? I know he's from Macon, right? Well, it's at an undeclosed location and we don't really have that information. We, we're going to, they're going to tell us today. They don't, they don't want us to say, Scott. Right. Okay, no, they, I, I, I know where it is, but they, I, I no, heard I, that it broke in the news, but they just don't want us to, uh, you know, I, I don't want to do that because I don't know that if it came from the family or some, someone right. leaked it. But I just want to say this about little Richard. The man who, who basically, when my mother did pass, took that space in my life to, to love me and nurture me and hold me responsible. You know, you can go wayward without someone to answer to. And he became that surrogate in my life. And God has, he has plucked one of his best flowers and he wanted for himself now, but he let us have it for 87 years and 61 with the world watching. And, and he will be truly missed in a very personal way. Such, such an innovator. I mean, and you know, what was really cool is that all those years we toured with him, he treated us like his children. I mean, we were literally teenagers. Like my, I have an 18 year old now and I can't imagine him leaving my house and going to Hollywood to say, exactly. yeah. and meeting, you know, uh, I don't know what legend to think about right now. All of them are, you know, pretty much moved All on to heaven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, I can't imagine that. And then the fact that little Richard, once you was in his fold, you were in. And he trusted you. You were locked in. He stayed at the Four Seasons. You were at the Four Seasons. Uh, now, he had a presidential suite, but <laughs> you were there you in the me, building. You didn't need that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, and, and, and what he did for me and Jay is totally different. He created a job for us. Yeah, because uh, he didn't need it. Him. Yeah, he didn't need us. How long? What a, great, what a great person. Talk about that. Talk about what you guys. You guys went on tour with them for a while, right? Yeah, for, for, sixteen forever. years. Sixteen yeah. years. Uh, and he Ninety. Too. Uh, well, everything he asked: uh, dancing, singing. Uh, one night we were uh, at one point we was dancing like a dance troupe. Uh, and then I remember he was like, "No, I want y'all to sing on this," and we was like, "Oh boy!" And then he's like. I, I want y'all to be all over the stage. Then he uh, said, no, I want Jay to do this song, and I want Swift to do this song. And, uh, man, we were like... We just, were heartbroken. And we I'll say this. group since mm -hmm. before we met him. We started out in our hometown doing mimicking New Edition. So we uh, had some other members at that point. But we were told a long time ago it might end up just being the two of you because that's how show business work. And it did turn out to be that way. And, uh, but when we went, it was three of us, and it still whittled down. Our buddy Scott Green was there, and it did whittle down to just me and Swift. Yeah. But we still felt like we were the group. So we danced together for, I don't know, a year or two. And right. then all of a sudden, he said, I want you to dance on separate songs. And we felt mm -hmm. like he was breaking up the group. But he had that infinite wisdom and enough foresight to see. And he actually told us, he said, this is going to make you better entertainers because you're going to stand on your own. And, and not, he said, Jay, I see you looking at Swift a lot. <laughs> Swift was the choreographer, you know, so that's true. You know, he, he wrote the steps and I wrote songs. 
for group for our group. And so I yeah, at that point I was very heavily dependent on Swift. And uh, you know, it was my first big time gig and so I was always watching because, you know, it was really all on the line. I didn't want to do the wrong step. And Richard saw that and split us up to de develop me basically. Swift was together. Swift's a dancing machine. Yeah, yeah I mean, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, we always kind of had that salt and pepper, yin and yang. Even when yeah. we were a band as Jay Swift and Company and that's Sexy true. Circus, we always had different dynamics. But that's what made us powerful on stage. And he they created that. one another. Yes. Yeah, and uh, you know, he he created it for us and gave it that, that magic to us and. What was really great about King, uh, that's what we called him, uh, King. because he, you know, he genuinely, you know, we're going to miss calling him and getting advice and stuff like that. That's the tough part. Mm -hmm. And then he would always give you really solid advice and say, stay close to Jesus. Wow. Every oh, day, um, every time you spoke with him, he told you that. You would really? call him and ask for maybe help in a situation or something that you knew he had the power to do it for you. But he would never say, let me do it or I'll do it. He always said, you should pray to Jesus about it. Even though he's going to call you back and tell yeah. you, you know, I'll take care of yeah. it. He made sure you went to Jesus first. He was just that uh, much of a life teacher because the more the reality hit me that he's gone, uh, you know, those lessons mean more now because, you know, you, you that's all you have left now is the life lessons that he gave you. But he gave a lot of them and he gave it to a strong. And he but gave it to stars, world. too. Like you would see him. We would see him talking to big entertainers and giving them advice. He was the stars of stars, man. I mean, yeah. you know, it was the one time me and Jay saw Gene Simmons standing backstage, could not get back to Little Richard. And we were like. Well, is that Gene Simmons? And the security guy wouldn't let him through because he didn't have a backstage pass. So me and Jay were like, are you kidding me? And we took Gene Simmons out to was, meet him. He was so was excited bad. to meet little Richard. It was like a kid in a candy store. Which oh, wow. Was, you know, me, we got our mouths open like, wait a minute, that's Gene Simmons. Yeah. He's like, man, I've never met little Richard. I can't wait and blah, blah, blah. And um, so, you know, we, we took him back there, Jay, you can and he told he told us, he said, we'll always be welcome at a KISS concert. He said, <laughs> oh, wow. don't tell me your name, just remind me of the situation. And, and I'll, I'll always remember the guys that introduced me to Little Richard. And when, it, when uh, King passed on, on Saturday, um, I saw Gene Simmons' response to it, and he brought that occasion up that he met Little Richard later in his career and, and he went backstage at a concert, but it was backstage at the Greek Theater out in Hollywood. And oh, wow. Those, hey, and we have a million of those, man. Ringo so, Starr, Bob Dylan, you know, Chuck Berry. Joe Perry. Well, Bob Dylan said uh, the reason he learned how to play guitar so he could be in Little Richard's band. Little Richard's band. He said, my dream was what you guys are doing. And the Beatles, too. I mean, this, there's a list of people, right? Didn't he work with the Beatles or, or one of those? Yes, guys? yeah. He, he, he met them in Liverpool, England, in their hometown. And their, their manager, Brian Epstein, offered him 50% of them. He said they, they wanted to take a picture with him, and he did. And he, but Brian offered Little Richard 50% of the Beatles if he would take their demo back to 
uh, California and help get them a deal. But he didn't think they were going to make it. He said they sound like four Ebony brothers, and we already had two. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was like, you got to think. We, it was uh, 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 me and, 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 and Otis Redding, Jackie Wilson. And I'm like, yeah, those are. Four little guys from, from, from Liverpool. But he took them on tour. He let them open let, let them open for him at the Star Bar in Hamburg. Well he they, let us open for him too. Yeah, oh, we did, really? we, we've had that honor too. Yeah, in Macon, Georgia, in his hometown, the last time he'll ever play he would ever play home uh, uh in Macon. We opened but, for him and we performed in his band that same night. So we can say that we made rock and roll history by opening and performing in Little Richard's band all on the same night in his hometown at the Coliseum. It was, he amazing. did that for us. He would do those things for me and Swift. It was amazing. He did things for everybody. Everybody uh, has a story. Can people find was, this online? I mean, is there is there video or anything? We're, we're, I don't know the video because he was very uh, a big proponent to no videos. Yes, I was getting, and, and no pictures as well, right? I mean, you don't have. Well, he was, I, I saw a lot of flashes, but he didn't like any filming going on. He would be filming himself, and I think that maybe in the future uh, his estate went at the right and given time. Knowing King, he probably has it already planned out. He was such a in control person, but you know, maybe it'll come out one day. What I did see, which was very amazing, was I had never seen myself perform for that very reason I just spoke of. But on the day he passed, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame released this, me and him performing together on the song that I performed on. We each had a song, as we said earlier, and they released me and him doing Lucille. That was my, my number every night. And so I've always told people we were in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame film yeah. archives. But, you know, people are like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, and right. Like, <laughs> but, I mean, it's true. We really are. It's it's yeah. crazy. But yeah, there's it's cool. on YouTube, so you can look yeah. it up. Little Richard yes. Lucille. Uh, performs Lucille uh, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, Little Richard performing Lucille at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You'll see him bring me out and do what he made, not made me do, allowed me to do, because I made him let me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'll try to add some some clips of that if, if possible. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you should, I don't, I don't know. You better watch it first. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know when I looked at it, Scott, I said, "No wonder he never let me perform on Good Morning America." <laughs> I, I, you know, on national TV. Dick Clark told me that uh, he said, "Man, uh, my wife really loves you, and I like you a lot, but we can't show you on TV because we would have to film you from the waist up, like Elvis." And, at least Elvis was singing. You're a, you're a uh, dancer. It wouldn't do you any justice. It's a, it's a very uh, adult type of dance, but it mm -hmm. was what we did. And Little Richard still liked the shot. He was people. just like, yeah, he was about wild. He was still, still, wild he was still yeah. innovative, cutting edge. Yeah. And I was his um, alter ego a lot of times. You know, he that part of him that, you know, needed the blue lights, as he would say. How was um, re rehearsing with Little Richard? I mean, did you guys practice a lot with him? I mean, was that... Was he there, there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of that. No, we even sound checked. Well, we would do two hour sound checks, three hour sound checks sometimes. If he showed up, yeah. If he showed up, if he we, showed we, up, we, we do the whole concert. Yeah, but he wouldn't come a lot. You know, Little Richard, he hired all professionals and everybody brought the A game constantly. There was no 
everybody realized the, the historic nature of what we were doing. So it was surrounded yeah, by was, a bunch of stars. He really was, was surrounded by other stars. You just couldn't see it when the sun was out. Yeah, most of the guys that played with Richard had played with Sammy Davis Jr., Billy Preston, uh, so many countless had other hit. legends already. Oh, uh, had hits on the on the and had hit own. records, had hit records on their own. And yeah. uh, you know, Jesse Boyce with Bottom and Company, Charles Glenn with Ozone, uh, Kenny International. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, he yeah, Charles was signed with Motown at sixteen. He played on all of the barge. He played on uh, Tina Marie's record. I mean, it was so Sarita. Much. Yeah. I know you. I know we're running out of time, Scott. We got a million yeah. uh, stories. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good, man. man but I, 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 I really want to take this, this time and, and say to the band family guys, it's been amazing, and we, we we're closing the chapter, and we we're, we're facing a new world uh, without our king, without our leader, and uh, these are different times. But we're prepared. The king is gone, but the kingdom is intact, and to his family. Peyton and Peaches and Danny and Courtney, all you guys there, Mark, Marcus, we love you guys and, and stay strong, yeah. please. Thank you for uh, keeping us close to the family all these years. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's really like blood. Yeah. It, I mean, we're, you know, you can't ask for anything more from a legend and a, a superstar as he was. Uh, to actually treat you like family and was always there, always answered your phone call. I mean, never, never, ever did not, he didn't want to talk to you. He was always excited to talk to you and ask you what was you doing, ask you what your kids were doing, your family, your mama, your grandmother. I mean, he wanted to know about your life and hope you were doing well. And then he would close it with, stay close to Jesus. Wow. But he would also take us, take you around the world, straight from nothing to somebody, from the outhouse to the White House, overnight, you know. And then he would threaten you with showtime. That you would get punished by having to perform longer. That was his punishment. He said, "I'm going to skeet yeah. you with a water hose." <laughs> that meant he was going to drink you and he would make you and work you hard on stage. <laughs> you literally feared it. Everybody come like, on stage. Sure, I'm going to get more spotlight. You don't know, King. Please, what I do around this time? <laughs> you come on stage like soaking wet, and the band's hands are shaking. Everybody's like, yeah. "My gosh, King!" And he still got plenty of energy. Oh, yeah. really? When oh, he, man. yeah, he was in shape for it, man. He was built for it, and it was, he was just, it, it was all muscle memory for him. But for a lot of us, man, it was keeping up with that guy was like, you wouldn't believe it. And well, he was already was, a rock star by the time we met him. He was already a legend. Yeah, yeah, you gotta realize. 30 years. Yeah. yeah. And so he was, he would threaten you with showtime, you know, mm -hmm. your number. We, we count the screens. And if you do four or five screens, you know you were in trouble. Because every time you scream, it's another solo for a musician, and you got to keep dancing. Or that musician got to play again keep and playing, keep playing. Yeah. So it was it was a beautiful thing. James Brown had the five, 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 you know, five dollar thing. Little Richard had a scream for you. He gave you too many screams. You knew he, he was upset with you for real because he oh, gave you really? a lot of screams. Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. That you was performed way past your capacity to, to Listen, you know, Scott, really do it. Yeah. I've come off stage and my legs literally were rubber. I mean, like tissue paper. Like, just, I mean, wow. Just, I couldn't even walk no more. And I, me and Jay was laughing about this. 
But we would know, because we had a finale that at the end, and we would come out with Richard and bow and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he would, he would know when I come off the stage, he would just get my next outfit ready. He'd be like, oh, boy, yeah, man. You, he <laughs> got, he got the water boy. ready oh, for you. Have to get mine. you know, and I would do the same thing. for him. Like, if yeah. he come off and he's just like, I'm like, man, I got your your other outfit ready, yeah. get some water. Yeah. And we would treat, we would take care of each other because, you know, I mean, yeah, we were playing awesome. the Wembley sold out and you like, you you got to ring, you got to answer the bell, you know? Anyway. You can, but wow, what, what, you can, what a huge. great legend. What a sweet yeah. human being. And what a really, really great teacher. You know, we're both artists on in our own right, right now because we yeah. were with him. We started out together. You know, everything we did was together. We only were able to walk our separate paths after being with him because he built us like that. You know, he made us depend independent artists, but we're still brothers. And I think maybe uh, in the not too far future, maybe we'll awesome. do something together again because he, he asked us to do that before he passed. Dude, that would be great if you guys did a, like a song or something and, and yeah. some kind of show or something. Yeah, it would be. We're, we're uh, praying through it. But we're yeah. going to definitely call you for the interview, of course. Absolutely. Yeah, we we'll want to see how many times news. we can be on Scott Bowling. We should, man. He should do it right here. We that breaking news, Scott. <laughs> That's great. I love it, man. I love to have you guys here. and love to do like acoustic, you know, some kind of little Richard. You killed thing. it. You killed it on Tutti Frutti, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was so proud of you, man. I was like, oh, thank you. Dang. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm That's my boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did a great service, bro. Hey, guys, I really appreciate you being on this meeting, the Zoom, this interview. Um, yeah. I love I love listening to old stories and, and just, and it's so inspirational how he just, you guys prayed and he heard, you know, the Lord speak to him and just how this whole thing started. It's that's amazing. What he told. That, that's our story. And that's the story he told us. He said, because we was just like, King, you never go outside. What were you doing that day when you met us? Yeah. And, that's, and he explained it just like that. You know, the Lord just told me to go out and I went out and you guys were standing there. And he always told me and Swift looked like me when I reminded me of me is what he said. Mm-hmm. Wow! I'm th- I thank God for everything. I don't have it now. It's you know I don't have the pop <laughs> door now. But, <laughs> I but we still gonna hear that story though. We're still gonna miss that guy and miss the camaraderie with our uh, band family. You know yeah. Charles Glenn, King C on the bass, uh, Wayne, Wayne Chaney. Chaney. You know Chalmers, Chalmers Davis. Yeah, and 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 um, Dirk Martin. Dirk Martin on drums. Mark Kenny, on drums. Kenny International. Yeah. We're going to give shots out to brother. all our guys, man. Yeah. Uh, the book I mean, team. Billy, Billy. Billy, yeah. <laughs> Ron. Danny. Danny, especially Danny. He's really going through Richard it right son. now. My brother, he is really going through it right now. But, you know, God got him. And he, he was closer than any of us to King. So he, 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 he'll he be all right. He, he really will. But um, thank you, Scott. And thank good you, company. Thank you, Swift. 